Welcome to an edition of the Above the Rim Club podcast for Penn Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Megan McCullough, alongside Penn's head coach of women's basketball, Mike McLaughlin. Um, so we've enjoyed the men's portion so much uh, with Vince and Coach Donahue. We thought we'd give it a shot on the women's side. Um, awesome. So, Coach, uh, you guys came back from the break and had a very strong finish uh, to the end of the year with two home wins um, against a, a really strong main team and then um, against Gwinnett, where you had lots of contributions uh, from the team. How do you think that has helped you um, as you focus into 2024 in the Ivy League play? Yeah, thanks, Meg. And this is kind of cool, like, uh, to be able to do this and to talk about the game, talk about, you know, we'll get into a bunch of things in terms of preparation and, you know, so obviously going to lean on you a little bit with your experience being a student athlete at Penn, you know, help build a program and, you know, the culmination of that turned into an Ivy League championship. So I'm excited to share some things with you, but I'm I'm sure the audience is excited to hear from you as well. Um, but the question, you know, I thought Maine was our best win of the year. Uh, that's a really good team that I think will probably have a high probability to to reach the NCAA tournament. Um, very skilled, um, very, very well coached. Um, the very experienced group. They had a lot of grad kids. I thought it was a really, really good game for us to, to finish up our Ivy Leagues, uh, our non-league slate. Um, you know, we played in non-league. We played some really talented teams. Um, we had some good wins and we had some games where, you know, the Marist game, the Siena games, it could have kind of went either way, particularly the Siena game. And we found a way to win. You know, we, we were out in San Diego, played at UC San Diego, played really well on the road after a back-to-back game. Um, you know, we also took a few on our – pretty tough ones. We played a really aggressive, experienced, physical San Diego State team. We didn't fare very well. St. Joe's is a very talented group this year and experienced as well. They, they you know, we didn't play particularly great. Uh, a lot of it was because of their talent, um, you know, and then we played a really good Marquette team, you know, a top 20 team in the country and didn't fare as well as we hoped. Um, but we had some, a loss in non-league where I thought we played tremendous at Villanova. Um you know, to finish the non-league slate eight and five, um, I think it just showed the growth that the team had. Yeah, it's, that was an exciting one at Villanova. And um, I remember our time out in San Diego. Uh, I mm-hmm. think I was a junior and we had a great, um, great experience. You guys got a big win over UC San Diego. Um, mm-hmm. But those special trips are are what you guys have done all along, um, starting from you know, back when, when I was playing, we went down to Miami on New Year's Day and, and beat them. Um, and then you continue to to elevate the trips, um, you know, to I Hawaii. As, and as you know, Meg, <laughs> as you know, being, you know, experiencing that as well, there, there are the memories that you have, right? We all remember the games in certain portions and they fade away over time. There are them special wins and there's them difficult losses. Yep. It's the experience, you know, to put a group together all with the same goals, you know, same challenges to, you know, academic challenges, athletic challenges, and be able to put them on the road, let them have shared experience. Um, you know, and I have to thank this group here, this, that our audience, you know, for giving us the opportunity to do that, you know, um, to be able to take the team out to Anaheim and had a trip to Disneyland. These are things that I believe that over time, it really brings a group together um, over time, meaning this season, but also, you remember in that 10 years prior is, is kind of like a big goal for this program to give them yep. a, a worldly experience and connect people and, 
you know, actually just learn life lessons through the sport of basketball is, is one of our, our, our goals here. And, um, you know, we'll continue to do that. Uh, again, I thank this group listening to give us them opportunities because, you know, they are, they are, um, there's special opportunities and I think the players really enjoy it. They are, and they stay with us forever. So a big thank you. Um, you know, there's always an adjustment period. Let's get maybe into some of the the personnel and we can speak towards the Ivy League a bit. Um, there's always an adjustment period. You know, we all go through as freshmen and um, the speed of the game is faster, but you guys have had, you know, some really special players um, come through with Mateo's, you know, our season high at Maine, 28 points. She's averaging 15 and, and many others on the court. Um, you know, a lot of contribution across the board, but how, how have, you know, the players adjusted, um, a lot of new role players um, so far this year. Yeah, it's a, you know, I thought Matea coming into Penn was going to give us an opportunity. She was going to give herself an opportunity to play right away uh, for her skill. Her skill is good. Her talent is good. Her athleticism is good. Plus we had a need for the position. So all of them kind of married together. Um, I think she has been really, she's a really talented player. Um, you know, she's walking into a program that, you know, we just lost five seniors. Um, Mandy McGurk, you know, dominated the minutes and Kayla dominated the minutes. So there's a little bit of experience, inexperience that she was with earlier in the year. Um, but she is, she has been special. I mean, I think uh, Kayla Padilla was national freshman of the year, her freshman year. Um, and Michaela just, I mean, uh, Matea just achieved that as well. That's a pretty huge honor. Mm -hmm. uh, Ivy League rookie of the week four times already. You yeah. know, she has given us the boost that we needed at this time. And and I and I what I really like about it is that she is not she's in nowhere near where she's going to end up. I mean, yeah. she is learning the game, as you know, playing that position. It's or a lot is required from you, um, you know, off the court, on the court, around the court, setting the tone for what that looks like. Mm -hmm. I think they're all things that she's still learning. And I think she has big growth in them areas. But there, there ain't no hiding her ability and her talent. Um, but once she yep. puts it all together, I think she, she's going to have a, a, a tremendous career here. I still remember coming a, as you know as a freshman and thinking, what did I even learn before I came to Penn and on the court from the from the coaches and you know the experience that um, you guys provided us and you know you, you forget everything you learned before then and now when I continue on and, and help young girls or coach um it's all the things that I learned at Penn and the little details that I don't even think I I thought about in high school is what really carries on so um, yeah I think them little details you know from any young player coming in it, it doesn't have to be Matea we obviously have four other freshmen Yep. Just the the understanding what it takes on a daily basis, right? You know, you're you're in a competitive environment. The coaching's different. You know, we're very um, not that we're different, but just, you know that uh, just putting them in the same position over and over again with the discipline, the time management, all these are life lessons that they're learning again through the sport of basketball. But for her and the other freshmen, it's just sometimes it all piles up on you you know you have the academic rigor you have the 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 challenges every day on the floor in the weight room everything that goes around being a student athlete and meetings and requirements it's just love watching the growth of them but it's not always a straight line path and um 
you know, and, but I, I love the, you know, you and I've had these conversations over time, what that looked like then and where you are today. And, you know, Meg, you're no different than the other 60 that I had an opportunity to coach a pen, you know, watching their growth and their, you know, their, their projection and where they land it and what they're doing today. I think, uh, you know, I love that process of what we do. And I think Penn allows that as good as anyone to let these kids matriculate up a year and grow and, you know, be ready for whatever after after Penn looks like. Yep. Yep. I, I agree. It set us up all for, for whatever, you know, future we wanted to have and great connections and, and experiences. And um, just the, the Penn network has been, um, you know, helpful to, to so many of us. Um, I'll do a quick plug for the, uh, the Penn alumni game. Um, it is January. Let me get the date here. I think it's the 27th, a Saturday. Um, so hopefully we can get some women alumni back into the Palestra and um, come, come cheer on the red and blue. Um, but Hey coach, do you want to maybe transition to some of the Ivy play? Um, yep. You guys had a, had a, a strong contest um, last Saturday against a, a very strong and talented Columbia team. Um, again, played many girls. Um, I thought you had some good runs there. Um, just, just ran out of time at the end there. Um, but how, you know, will that help you as you continue on an, an Ivy play um, as you have Dartmouth on the road coming this week? Yeah, I, um, you know, I thought it was overall, I thought we did a solid job. I didn't think we were particularly good enough consistently on the road against a really talented team to win the game. Um, there was a few, you know, against a probably a team that's going to finish one, two or three minimum in our league right now. Um, you know, I think we had to be, you know, we had to be a little bit better in certain areas. I didn't think we were good enough on the defensive end um, overall to beat them, but I was really proud the way we fought that we, we really at times were really good and then I think we have to stay consistent throughout. I think our we're still we're still learning certain areas of the game and the value of certain areas of the game. And um, but overall, I thought we fought to the end. We had some good performances, like you said. We had contributions throughout the roster, um, you know. And and overall, like you know, we put ourselves a chance to win. And I think that's all we were looking for at that point. Yep, a lot of good experiences and sparks off the bench in, in different ways. So. Mm-hmm. It'll all lead us to um, each game. I remember you saying, you you know, you learn from it. You move on to, you, one game at a time, and then you take take the face the next one head on, and and start to focus on um, Dartmouth. That's coming up this Saturday, so um, you'll be heading up there. It's always a little bit of a a trip, um, but a fun experience as we as we yeah. talked about the first road trip um, up to to New Hampshire for the girls and and the women. Um, so maybe just talk about that experience a bit. Um, you know, it was always an um, amazing, uh, time, whether we got stuck in a snowstorm or, um, we lost a tough one my senior year after, um, you know, beating them at home, we lost them up there and it, there's always challenges yeah. wherever you go in the Ivy league. So maybe just talk about that one a little bit and, and maybe some keys to, to getting that win. Yeah. I mean, uh, obviously we're searching for our first Ivy win. I think we need a one game winning streak per se. Um, you know, I think we look at what's in front of us, uh, what our prep week looks like. I think we have to always take care of us. You know, how are we going to get better? You know, what can we do? 
And then as we transition in our transition to Dartmouth, what they do well, what our takeaways from them, they have two big players on the front line. We're probably one of the biggest group of team we're going to see in our league. A um, little bit different than what we've seen so far. Um, you know, but what does the prep week look like? They're actually, it's today is Wednesday. They're off today. We went at it Monday and Tuesday, gave them a little bit of day off their feet so we can attack Thursday and depart uh, Friday. Um, you know, we're in a position now we're not in school's not in session. So we don't have any time restraints in terms of extra shots and extra film work. Um, you know, just to go up there Friday, get up there, get the team settled, um, you know, and come out and, and be fresh mentally, physically, and get ready to attack a two o'clock Dharma team. Um, you know, and then again, I think what you just alluded to is, you know, we have to turn around and play on Monday. So regardless of what the outcome is, you know, you have to get on to the next one. You have to enjoy the wins. You have to let the, the losses sit for a little bit. And then it's time to refocus and redirect where you need to be. Um, Sunday, we'll come back out. We'll put them on the floor just for a scout, try to keep their legs fresh, you know, and attack uh, Monday as the most important game of the year. I think if you can stay in them little boxes um, as much as possible, I think you'll give yourself the best chance to put each game separate. Don't look too far ahead. That's the coach's job to scout ahead. It's the players to stay in their their, their lane. And that's what we try to talk about that next game being the one that we need to get. And um, regardless of who it is, where it's at, what time of the year, um, you know, and this group is going to go through this for the first time. You know, we played non-league. We played a few back-to-back games intentionally because we're going to play three in our league. Um, and you know what they look like. Um, you know, I was going to say, it's like the, the old times um, miss having that, but it's, it's great that they have some of these, experiences it's a quick turnaround to rest your body it's a a physical grind you know and and we we say that and it's very true it's the physical piece but that's where you need to be mentally really strong you know you need a group around you when you are not at your 100 percent physical that you can mentally just grind out a way to, to, to have success right um you know and so i wanted to put them in that situation twice this year uh, in the non-league intentionally um, and I think, you know, we were out at San Diego and I don't want to get off track here, but we were out at San Diego state and, and, and kind of got beat up pretty good as I alluded to earlier. And then we had to respond the next day on the road. We're going to see that again. So we can now draw back on what we did that day, what the conversations that we had and what the result ended up being, because we were really sharp mentally and physically. Right. So now as we do this in our league, we can have them shared coaching opportunities you know, to draw back on the positive that we responded a little bit different this week with a a Saturday, Monday, but after the game, you're talking about a seven hour drive back, right? So, you know, you're talking about rest and recovery mentally, you know, let that game go either way and then get on to the next challenge. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, well, good luck, Coach, this weekend and and on Monday. I hope we can get some fans uh, Martin Luther King Day in the in the plaster just to cheer on the women. Um, just again, uh, I think you alluded to in the beginning, but um, thanks for being on here. Thanks to all those that are listening and for the support of the program. Um, feel honored to be uh, to be a part of this. It was 
amazing four years um, at Penn, and um, it's always been fun to follow along and and continue to watch the successes of the program, um, and, and be able to be still connected and um, you know sharing yeah. uh, sharing our experiences. And so, thank you. And uh, any last thoughts uh, from you, Coach? Yeah, thank you too, Meg. I, I know this uh, Penn basketball is a big part of your life and it has been, and, and I'm I'm so proud of what you've done so far in your career. But more importantly to do this, to give back and, and, you know, to, to let these younger athletes see what you're doing. Cause hopefully one day they're in your shoes and they're giving back to their program. Um, and, and our audience that's watching um, come out and support the ladies. I mean, you won't be disappointed. They play hard, they care, they compete. Um, you know, they, they Penn basketball is really important to them. What they're representing is, is they understand that it's, it's bigger than them and uh, they're fun to watch and, and, and you won't be disappointed. They'll, they'll, I know they'll compete hard for all of us and um, hopefully the outcomes are, are what we want. So I look forward to doing this again, Meg, and uh, appreciate your time. Same here. Um, well, thank you. It's the first edition of the women's side of the Above the Rim Club podcast. Uh, We will be talking to you soon and uh, good luck to the Quakers this weekend, both the men and the women.